0: It's time for DECAL Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things DECAL. This is DECAL Download. Downloading now.
1: And welcome back to DECAL Download. I'm Rich Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Quality Rated is Georgia's system to determine, improve, and communicate the quality of programs that provide child care, similar to rating systems for restaurants and hotels. Quality Rated, which is a three-star system, assigns one, two, or three stars to early education and school-age care programs that meet or exceed the minimum state requirements. After launching in 2012, today, 55% of all licensed child care programs in Georgia are quality rated. And as many may be aware, in 2015, DeCal established a CAPS quality rated goal of all providers who participate in the CAPS program being quality rated by December 31st, 2020. We were well on our way of achieving that goal, but then along comes a pandemic in 2020 and impacts this goal. The deadline has been extended now to December 31st, 2021. And Commissioner, today we check in with our team to see how quality rated has weathered the storm and what caps and quality rated are doing to meet the now 2021 deadline.
2: Yeah, we have some uh, really good news to share. Um, They have not missed a beat. Just like all of decal, quality rated and caps are continuing to um, help us meet this Really, really important deadline now, December of 2021.
1: Let it be known. We're going to talk about that today. And uh, maybe you don't even know about quality, rated. Right? This is your first time hearing about it. You want to get on board as a Georgia child care provider. We're going to tell you how to do that as well. So joining us to talk about CAPS and quality rated is Sean Johnson, Director of Operations for CAPS Program Administration. Denise Jensen, Quality Rated Operations Director and Dr. Bentley Ponder is Deputy Commissioner for Quality Innovations and Partnerships, or QUIP, as we call it here at Decal. Folks, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Reg. Thanks, Reg. So Bentley Quality Rated was really gaining momentum in 2019, and along comes COVID-19 in March of 2020. Uh, We've talked a little about this before, but how much of an impact did the pandemic have on quality rated and the team's ability to rate
0: programs?
3: Well, first of all, thank you, Reg and Commissioner Jacobs for having us back. Uh, I think as my friends and family know, I'm always happy to talk about quality rated. So I think this is one of the things that uh, that I work on that even my mother is familiar with. So again, <laughs> uh, happy to be here. Uh, you know, as, as we would, as probably most people know, the pandemic really impacted the team's ability to rate programs. So much of a quality rated, of a, of a program's quality rating, rated rating <laughs> is dependent on a live observation and obviously we haven't been able to do that since March 2020 but i just have to give so many kudos to the team i mean talk about rolling up their sleeves and basically created a whole new system for pro providers to be rated. Specifically, uh, the team created the Temporary Alternate Rating Options Initiative, what we refer to as tarot. Uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail here. I know Denise will in just a few minutes. But suffice it to say that uh, it is really innovative, and it's just something that we haven't seen other states do. Uh, and we're getting a lot of questions about it, and how we created it, and what it means, and how you know providers are, are responding. Because of that, we've been able to move forward with rating programs and actually continue to make progress on our CAPS QR goal. In fact, 84% of children with a CAP scholarship are in a quality rated program. This is approximately a 31 percentage point increase since the beginning of 2019. So if you take that, you know, two and a half years, that's an amazing increase, especially when one of those years was during a pandemic.
2: Pretty impressive I do say so myself <laughs> I think we're all proud of I think we're all <laughs> proud of that number uh, so Sean obviously something had to change uh with that 2020 deadline for caps recipients um yeah. to be a quality rated right. program so tell us what's going on now we know we have some caps milestone dates that have now been changed but are really important for everyone to understand and what are we doing to encourage the remaining Uh, providers to get signed up for a quality rated cohort before the deadline.
4: Yeah, wow. Um, No one expected 2020 to go like it did. It was just a year of surprises. But uh, we did build a lot of resiliency and we learned so much along that year. So in May of 2020, we had to make a a decision. We really had to ensure that um, we were recognizing what families and child care providers were experiencing. And so we had to suspend the deadline. And uh, boy, did that hurt, especially with my friends in Quip, like CAPS and Quip. We worked so closely together and we did so much in 2019 to prepare to meet that 2020 goal. And we had talked about the 2020 goal for so long, but we, we had to recognize that we were in the middle of a public health emergency and we wanted to support our providers. And like Bentley said, it was um, almost very impossible, especially in the thick of pandemic to do those observations so with some time and uh thankfully with all the support that we've received through stable providers began to open back up which was great for families families had more access to child care and then additionally, they begin to stabilize with that additional funding. So we knew we had to reestablish a new deadline, which uh, you heard about earlier from, from Reg that we reestablished a new deadline, December 31st, 2021. So our 2020 goal is now our 2021 goal. Uh, and we still have that same level of excitement and enthusiasm to support providers. But as far as CAPS, you know, in order to measure and ensure our CAPS providers are staying on track, we had to set some benchmarks, we had to put some, um, some dates in place to ensure our providers were meeting the goal and staying abreast of any of the changes with the new deadline. So there's two very distinct indicators. One is our August 1st deadline. Um, If you remember back to 2020, we called it our May 1st deadline. So it's the same principle but we put it at August 1st for a very uh, specific reason. August is a time of back to school. It's a time where families are making decisions on where they're gonna send their children. Uh, For our school agers, they're going back to school, hopefully in person in the fall families are going to be making decisions about that so we wanted to establish a new milestone of august 1st 2021 where new families who come into the cats program are selecting a quality rated provider up front so that will eliminate any um, continuity of care for families who are coming into the cats program who may need a change later on in the year we want to start them off on a good start and ensure that they're starting up front with the cats provider So that's really important for our CATS providers. So that means if they're not in a cohort by August 1st, new families aren't going to be not going to be able to select them. So we really want to ensure that CATS providers are uh, either already in the process of um, earning their star rating or they've at least signed up for a quality rated cohort by August 1st, 2021. Um, Our second indicator is our uh, second milestone that's after the deadline. So at this point, you know, August 1st comes, hopefully um, all our CAPS providers have made a commitment and they're in a cohort. The deadline approaches December 31st. Yay, it's a new year. Uh, So what's going to happen after that? So that has been the number one question that we typically get from families. Like, so are you guys going to move all the families at one time? And that's not our intentions. Our intentions that for those providers who did not earn a star rating and who did not participate in getting a cohort, those families would move at their annual redetermination on the year of 2022. So for CAPS families, every year they have to do an annual renewal that we call a. we're basically reassessing their eligibility, and at that time we reassigned the scholarship. It's a perfect time to go ahead and move the family to a quality rated provider. We really want families to have the opportunity to choose. We strongly believe in parental choice. We really want families to feel empowered and choose their own child care provider. But in the year 2022, we're going to really encourage those families to go to a quality rated program. Um, Goodness, there's so much that we've done, Amy, to move this along. We've sent letters. I know Denise and Bentley and team, we've worked hard on just We're constantly sending out communication to providers. There's all type of social media posts that are out all over DECAL's social media avenues. We've conducted a webinar. We've partnered with our uh, child care resource and referral agency who's um, done a tremendous job and doing some outreach to our providers, calling them reminding them of the deadline asking if they need technical assistance to get that portfolio going. Um, and I think it's really helped us move this along from the last time I check um, checked to the beginning of May, we are now only down to 16% of children who receive a CAP scholarship who remain in unrated care. So I, I really believe with some of this outreach efforts that we're making and getting the word out and just emphasizing the importance of quality care that our cat providers are getting on board, and we'll continue to see this uphill tick for our providers as we approach closer to August 1st.
1: Mm, very impressive. A lot of work going on, and it continues, but uh, those are great milestones uh, to know about. Thanks, uh, Chanel. Denise, as uh, Bentley mentioned before, the quality rated team introduced temporary alternate rating options last year. Can you give us uh, some high level intel on uh, how those work?
0: Yeah, of course. Thanks, Reg. I'm, I'm delighted to actually share more information about the Tarot choices that the providers can make this year um, if they're looking to achieve their initial rating or maintain their existing rating. And so, as Bentley was mentioning and as Chanel has mentioned, it's you know this has been a labour of love for all of us here at Quality Rated. A lot of work has gone into developing these new systems, and we're really excited to, to talk about them and kind of share with everybody just the options that providers now actually have through Tarot. And because the pandemic impacted so many providers in in lots of different ways, we really felt like we needed to set out to create options that allowed all providers a pathway to a rating, regardless of whatever the situation was that they find themselves in. And so I'm going to share with you what those three options are now um, and, and let the listeners kind of think for themselves what might be the best option for them if they was going to be rated this year. So option A is what we call portfolio only. And this is actually the quickest way that a provider can achieve a temporary one-star rating and that rating would be valid for one year. And this rating is based on the submission of the portfolio only. So providers are going to work on the five standards that are within the portfolio, submit their portfolio during their cohort window, and then if they maximize the points on their portfolio, they would actually be able to be awarded that one star. And so the great thing about option A is that this um, is available to any any program this year. So it's an option if a provider is initial, they're seeking their first rating and they feel like this is, you know, the, the what they want to work on this year is just their portfolio. They can absolutely choose that choice. This is also available to our providers who are renewing their current star rating that would be expiring this year. And the great thing about option A is that even a program who's temporarily closed due to COVID, or they may be open, but they may um, be uh, teaching children remotely, so the children may not actually be there on the site, they still can have this opportunity to achieve this one-star rating by submitting their portfolio. So this truly is a pathway that anybody can take if they simply want to get on that first rung of the ladder, get into the system, and earn their one-star the second choice is um, option B, and we call this the Quality Rated Virtual Process or the QRVP. And you can think of this, Reg, as kind of like a little mini college course that actually lasts 12 weeks. So in la- it lasts for our entire what would typically be the observation window, is now our QRVP window. So for a 12 week period, the provider who chooses this option will actually be uh, working on some coursework, some assignments in collaboration with their technical assistance consultant and with a quality rated improvement guide or a QRIG who is there to help them navigate those assignments that are grouped into four different topics. And these topics lay the foundation for the concepts that are found in the environment rating scales. So by completing these assignments for the points that the providers are going to earn in lieu of that on-site observation, they're actually able to gain a really deep understanding of the why behind the scales, why the concepts are important, why these practices are so important for the development of young children. And ultimately, it will actually help them be better prepared for when we do actually return to those on-site observations. Uh, next year, so completion of this process actually allows providers to earn up to two stars based on the points that they have received, and then it is actually valid for two years. So this is a great option for uh, initial providers who, again, want to get that uh, want to get their foot in the door with quality rated. They feel like they're at a position where they can do. Um, so, you know, some additional work during this twelve-week period that can get them beyond that one star, and then again, this rating would be uh, valid for them for two years. So, this again is uh, available to all of pro- our providers who are seeking either their first rating or it's available to providers who are currently rating and will be expiring this year, they could make that choice. The the big difference between option A and option B, though, is the providers do have to have children present in the programs. And that's because some of the assignments that the providers will be completing for the QRVP does require them to provide um, video clips. So they will be submitting video clips and photographic evidence of the daily practices uh, with with the children in those classrooms. So the children do need to be present in the facility. And then the third option that we developed is a pathway that allows our highest rated providers who are currently needing to renew their rating this year. This gives them the opportunity to actually earn up to three stars, which would be valid for two years. And this is known as option C, which is our live observation virtual experience or the love option. So again, you know, we, we like some good acronyms here at DECAL. We have tarot and love. And uh, this again is available to providers who have already actually proven their high quality through having had a previous ER observation in their program. And so providers that are seeking this option will complete their uh, online portfolio, submit that portfolio. They're actually going to complete a fifth topic during that QRVP window. So where's the option B folks will be doing four topics. There is a fifth topic that is added to the uh, option C providers. And then they are actually going to participate in a live observation, which is actually conducted remotely. And I'll be sharing with you in just a moment, some really exciting kind of techie nerdy uh, news about how we're gonna uh, conduct these observations remotely. And, and during this remote observation, the providers will actually have the ability to demonstrate a combination of all of those daily practices that they were actually mastering during the work um, that, they, that they worked on during their QRVP topics. So very exciting three options, lots of choices. Um, Our goal really was to meet providers where they are this year and give everyone an option and a pathway to become rated.
2: Well, I would say you've absolutely done that. Um, So uh, (laughs) Bentley and Denise, it sounds like our QR team has been flexible, but I have to say busy during the pandemic and have rated 65% of the programs in 2020 using alternative methods. Is that correct?
3: Uh, yes, I would say the team has been really flexible, uh, innovative, and I would also add forward thinking there because I think the changes that we've made are going to, we're going to be able to continue post-pandemic and they're just going to really strengthen quality rated.
1: And I know normally you do live classroom observations, Denise, you kind of touched on this um, in the past. Have those gone virtual during the pandemic uh, 100%?
3: I'm gonna let Denise talk about our uh, kind of our techie uh, uh, innovation here, but uh, it's just really exciting, and I can't wait for y'all to see some of the things that I've been able to see. And uh, you know, it's 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 just gonna be really interesting. So Denise, I'll kind of let you talk about our.
0: Sure. Yeah and it's actually really exciting because as we're recording this podcast this morning we uh, a couple of members of my team are actually conducting our first live official Observation for love mm. this morning at the same time. So unfortunately, I couldn't be with them this morning to 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 kind of witness that. Um, but they are conducting that first visit this morning with our first program that is going through Option C, and this is that live observation that we are conducting virtually using some really really exciting cutting edge technology. It's a robotic technology called Swivel, and we're, uh it's a and I wish we you know a podcast you're just listening. I wish we had the ability for you to see what swivel looks like. Um, It's basically like a little robot that sits in your hand. It's about the size of a grapefruit. Um, It sits in your hand and it swivels and it allows us to place an iPad into that that device. And then the the unit itself is either placed on a shelf or on a tripod out of the way of the children, um, kind of in a very inconspicuous place in the classroom. But there's a device that the lead teacher wears and it clips to her lapel or her collar. And then as she moves around the classroom, the actual uh, technology, which is infrared, will track her movements. So as she's moving around the room, as she's going to different interest centers, as she's sitting down on the floor with children, as she's moving, as she's reading, there's also a microphone in this marker. So it's picking up just like it would as if we was there on a live observation. We're able to live stream um, that free play period and we are able to kind of sit outside just like we're doing this podcast on a zoom now and I can see you all sitting there Um, my staff right now are sitting on the other end of a zoom meeting live streaming this classroom observation um, in a pre-k classroom with uh, children and a teacher engaging in free play so we're extremely excited to to try out this technology Uh, we've done a couple of kind of dry runs and we've tested it in some uh some live child care Facilities that were very gracious in allowing us to come in and just kind of do some test runs and and work out all the kinks. So we're, we're truly excited to be using this um, this new technology. It, it just kind of opens up a whole new world for us. So, you know, there's always kind of a silver lining to lots of things. And, and this is one of the silver linings we was able to find. Um, our uh, QR auditor who is going to be doing the, the remote scoring of this uh, observation we're not actually using the ERS instruments because again that would not be appropriate during this time but what we did was actually created a whole new scoring instrument and we call that the love scoring instrument and that instrument contains observable items that represent that combination of all of those concepts again that were mastered during the QRVP topics so our staff are going to go in, they're going to set up this um, this swivel, this technology um, in accordance with social distancing before children are even in the classroom. Then we will activate that live stream uh, ability to be able to kind of be that fly on the wall, truly in that classroom. And then uh, once children have uh, left the classroom, then our staff will be going in, removing that equipment, um, and, and we'll be able to then score providers with these remote observations. So again, it's very exciting exciting. We're we're really anxious to see um, how this is working out. But again, it's kind of meeting the providers where they are right now and allowing us to continue the very important work for our children and families to be able to continue rating our programs this year.
1: And our first ones are being done even as now, we speak, eight, wow. as we
0: speak, yes, they began at eight thirty this morning. So Break,
1: breaking <laughs> news right here. You know, I, I picture this swivel almost eventually being like an R two D two.
0: that it's, just it's sort kind of rolls of like, Yeah, it's like R two D 2s head. It swivels around and it tracks, and it's it's amazing. <laughs> (laughs) It's really exciting to see. And
3: Reg, we just have to give a big shout out to IT for working with us on this and figuring out because an iPad has to go in these and so they have, you know, it's been, and I have to give a shout out to Commissioner Jacobs who didn't, you know, who just gave me a big old smile when I proposed this (laughs) and said, (laughs) we'll see where we go with this Bentley.
0: (laughs)
1: I can, I can see Bentley in that meeting saying to the commissioner, space, the final frontier. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's it's amazing to watch. It really is. So but, very I mean, exciting. it's
2: It's cool. It's not, this is not a commissioner. But it's, that's just cool that that's what we're using. And I, I have a feeling that the kids are going to find it. Like they're oh, totally yes. going to find it, even though we try to hide it. <laughs> they're they going to know where it is. They will. And that's okay. Um, yeah. But uh, no one can say that state agencies are not innovative. Like we're right. using Swivel. We have We have to to take credit for being the first state agency to use this technology.
0: exactly <laughs> yeah just, we'll be the guinea pig for everybody else I know I just right. did a conference a couple of weeks ago and we, we're sharing this with everybody and I kind of had it in my hand and they could see what it looked like and they're like oh like we want to know how this works so yeah we we've generated a lot of interest from other states to kind of find out what you know what we've been creating and what we've been doing so it's it's exciting I feel like we're we're cutting edge here in Georgia that's right
4: cutting yeah. edge that's how we yeah, describe I ourselves Agree. Though caps we're launching a virtual lobby so there
0: you go that's right.
4: yeah i'm like we need to take a look at that swivel maybe we need to set that up for our virtual lobby I, I and our reception
0: it's great it's it's amazing it's very it very really very cool very cool
2: okay so you talked a little bit about renewals and remind us again how often a program um, must have their quality rating renewed
3: Uh, In policy, it's three years, but I would say due to both uh, CAP's QR goal and then also the pandemic, we're essentially a year behind. So right now, they're lasting for four years, but we anticipate in the next year or two, we'll get back on track and it'll stay at three years.
1: Hmm. And Denise, we talk a lot about the technology, which we love because it's helping us get through this period, but when do you envision our assessors going back out to programs uh, for the live observations?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, is you know, switching to Tarot, we know that it's tarot, temporary alternate rating options. Um, and we did that. Um, we announced that we would be switching everybody to tarot this year in the interest of equity and fairness to all programs that would rate. And and because, you know, we're still a, at a time of uncertainty as as to when we would be able to resume those on site observations. And we also know that providers, even when we have that kind of all clear to go back into the programs programs are going to need time to recover. They're going to need time to uh, recoup um, from the effects of the pandemic and and truly be prepared and ready for those full three-hour observations when we do go back in with the rating scales. And again, the scales, as Bentley had mentioned, are so foundational to our rating system. And we pride ourselves on the the high level of reliability that our staff have to maintain in order for us to assure and guarantee the, the validity of those ratings. And so, um, one of the things that we do need to do before we can begin those live observations and award uh, ratings to programs with the with the observations is to reestablish the reliability back to that pre-pandemic level for our entire team. And so to that end, the first quarter of 2022, January through March will be when we will um, be taking the time to go into programs, be reestablishing reliability for our entire ERS team. That's some 30 plus staff that we have to make sure back at the the highest of the high levels to guarantee those ratings. So we will be partnering with childcare programs during that first quarter next year to work on these training observations. And then actual live observations, what we consider for live ratings, uh, will actually resume in April for us to be able to conduct what we consider to be those high stakes um, observations for uh, for providers.
2: Well, Shawnell, we can't talk about CAPS and not bring up the exciting news recently about something we call ACCESS. We do have an acronym for everything, and that stands for Awarding Child Care Education Scholarship Supplements, and we're paying the full cost of tuition for families relying on CAPS to help pay for child care. How does all that work?
4: Yes, yeah, so our very own new acronym, CAPS is so excited. So uh, as the Federal Coronavirus Response and Relief Supplement- Supplemental Appropriations Act uh, was, uh, came out, DCAL received federal funding to help support uh, the childcare industry and families. And so we are really excited. This is an historical investment from the federal government to support families and the childcare industry at the same time. But what we're most excited about is that families will not pay tuition. And and I'm going to repeat that again, because it's like, what? Uh, Typically, families who participate in the CAPS program are responsible to pay a family fee. Some know it as a copayment. Uh, And then there's always typically a leftover amount. That is the difference between what CAPS is paying and what the provider charges. Um, Sometimes that's known as a differential Families know it as their weekly responsibility, what they pay to providers every week or their monthly tuition. CAPS is taking care of it all through access. Uh, So this started last Monday, we just launched this access initiative. Uh, So this is going from May 17th of this year through October 2nd of 2022. So we're talking about 17 months of full support to families to in order to sustain themselves, to get back into the workforce, to go back to school, um, to continue to support their families and um, talk about some true historical investment that's going to turn the industry around for providers and for families who struggled in the pandemic. This is pretty significant for the CAPS program. We've never in our history have ever been able to do something like this, and we are thrilled that uh, families will re- receive this relief. We're even more excited that providers are getting this funding. So if you are not a CAPS provider, this is like the perfect time to sign up. Like if you're not a CAPS provider and you're quality rated, like, oh Oh, my goodness, like (laughs) you need to be like Going, contacting CAPS now, going to Maximus, sending your enrollment packet and receive that full amount because you will no longer collect anything from families who have a CAPS scholarship. CAPS will take care of everything, your published rate, that differential amount that you were charging families and their family fee. So you will receive your every every time you invoice CAPS, you're going to get receive that full tuition amount from DECAL. Um, it's guaranteed funding that's coming in. And we know we know child care providers have um, experienced some difficulties throughout this pandemic. And how reliable will it be for every month to predict the income and, and reducing your overhead by ensuring that you're receiving this funding? Um, so I hope if there's any providers that are out there who are listening who are quality rated and not yet a CAPS provider, please join our family. We would love for you to serve all children in Georgia. And for my CATS providers who are out there and working for towards their star rating, don't give up, there's lots of supports that are out there. We're gonna continue to encourage you to earn that star rating because uh, families need access to childcare, which is why part of the reason why we named this acronym ACCESS, it's directly correlated to our quality rated initiative. We want families to have access all over Georgia, regardless of where they are, regardless of their socio-academic status, we want them to have affordable childcare no matter where they are in the state. And and Access is providing that to them.
1: It's very exciting news that we're thrilled to be a part of. Uh, Governor Kemp has uh, tweeted about this and posted uh, about the historical significance of this investment, so uh, we appreciate uh, everyone being uh, involved. And Seanel, as your friend uh, Carolyn uh, says on the video, uh, families that want to take advantage of this, what do they have to do?
4: Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. So, oh my goodness, Reg, I'm so happy you brought that up. We have this amazing YouTube video that was created by our very own Jerry Brown on our communication team at DECAL. And you will hear from Commissioner Jacobs, um, Elizabeth Casper, the Deputy Commissioner for CAPS, and Carolyn Morkay, a family support manager who says it so easy. It's not complicated. Anyone can watch this video and understand what we're doing with this access initiative. So please check out that YouTube video and spread it, uh, spread the word out. We want everyone to know about this opportunity for families and for providers.
1: Absolutely. And and, uh, I told Carolyn, I'm a visual learner and her graphics really helped. And Jerry's graphics helped really put together the whole differential family fee, all of that. Everybody will understand it. So yeah, take a take a look at that. And Denise, while we're talking about that, let's say a child care provider is listening today and they're hearing about quality rated for the very first time. What are their options today for getting reviewed and and rated now?
0: Yeah. Thanks, Rach. So i um, I have to say, yes, for, for, for providers who maybe are not rated yet and are thinking about, uh, you know embarking on this journey especially now when you hear about access I mean because not only now are you getting that guaranteed kind of income month after month for 17 months but once you become quality rated you're also going to be eligible for that increase in your tier reimbursement so it's a win-win all around access and quality rated just kind of going to go hand in hand and and are definitely um, going to make things better for, for providers for children for families so yes if you're not already in the process to become rated this year then the best thing that you should do and be thinking about doing is to go online to uh, qualityrated.decal.ga.gov and here you can create your quality rated account all online very 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 easy super easy And uh, everything on the website here will give you all the information that you'll need to get started on your portfolio. You'll have the opportunity to sign up for training, for technical assistance with your local childcare resource and referral. And then from that initial sign up, um, most providers take about, you know, nine to 12 months to complete the rating process. And every year we rate programs according to a cohort system. So providers, once they sign up into quality rated, have the ability to select the cohort that they want to be a part of to actually complete the process we typically have four cohorts every year and providers you know you look and look at those cohorts and say when do I think is going to be the best time for me to complete that process When is going to be the best time during the year for me to submit my portfolio have that on-site observation or complete the qrvp process as we have this year so all of that information you'll be able to find out about when you go online and then you'll be able to achieve your rating goals and your access goals and continue to serve um, our children in, in our wonderful state. So yep, just jump online and we're all here to help you.
2: So Bentley, uh, despite the setbacks of the pandemic, you're feeling pretty good about Quality Rated and how it's moving forward with our 2021 goal.
3: Yeah, I'm feeling great. And again, I just think the team's done a wonderful job. And uh, I think the department's done a great job through this and continuing to support providers and families and think of innovative ways to do that. So I couldn't be prouder.
1: By the way, we're getting an update from uh, one of the quality rated classrooms, uh, Denise, and Swivel has been hijacked (laughs) by four year olds. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Actually, you're probably not too far wrong when we did the test run. Yeah, it was definitely, even though the teachers explained to the children what it was beforehand, of course, we we was outside watching the live stream and you suddenly see this little face just looming closer and closer <laughs> to the camera. And then you saw the teacher in the background running over. It's like, oh, don't touch. I love <laughs> so it. It was it was great. It was really, really funny.
1: One of these days, they're going to take it home and be broadcasting live from, exactly. uh, from their homes. I love it. Love it well, uh, we've covered a lot of information today. And uh, if you want more information on quality rated uh, and you're a provider, visit qualityrated.dcal.ga.gov. That's for provider information. Or let's say you're a family and you're looking for high quality child care, it's here in Georgia. We'll help you find it. Go to qualityrated.org. That's qualityrated.org to search for the very best high quality child care available in your area. You can search by zip code, your address, uh, a name of a program, lots of options there for you. Uh, We wanna set you up with the best care available. Well, great conversation today. And uh, Chanel, Denise and Bentley, thanks for being with us. Thank
0: you. Thank you for having us, So appreciate it.
2: Now your questions from the water cooler hi i'm jesse bruno and i work in the equip division here in atlanta my question for commissioner jacobs is what has been the response among the child care workforce to the covid 19 vaccines and do you envision the vaccines being available for children in care uh, hey jesse that's a great question on vaccines you know we were very excited that the governor included the child care workforce when he made k through 12 teachers eligible so that was that was a big deal. Um, I believe that was back in March. So they were eligible before general population. And we've heard um, very, very positive things from our child care workforce. We've tried to promote all that positivity through our social media, showing those pictures of those teachers uh, getting their vaccines and their shots and their vaccine cards. So that's very encouraging. Obviously, don't have any numbers, but um, I think it's definitely a relief uh, to the childcare programs and to us at Decal. Uh, Just recently, the CDC has um, made available the vaccines to anyone 12 and older, and my son is 12. He's gotten his first one, and uh, he'll get his second one very soon, so excited to have him fully vaccinated. And then, of course, we're hearing from our friends at the CDC that they believe that in the fall that even younger children will be eligible for the vaccine. So I think the vaccine just opens up a lot of doors and opportunities. You've already seen the CDC guidance that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. and I'm taking advantage of that for sure, because I'm fully vaccinated. My husband's fully vaccinated. Parents are fully vaccinated. Uh, and my little 8 year old not quite yet. So unfortunately, she's the only one that has to wear a mask uh, these days. But I'm excited to see that things are are returning to normal, and it really actually feels pretty good.
1: And it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. Thanks, by the way, to all of our great sponsors, Chick-fil-A, Children's Museum of Atlanta, College Football Hall of Fame, the Gwinnett Stripers, the School Box, Stars and Strikes, Stone Mountain Park, the Roof and Skyline Park at Pont City Market, and Wild Adventure Theme Park. We would love to give you... One of those prizes, as we draw your name from all the correct answers to this question. When did Georgia's quality rating and improvement system, known as Quality Rated, first launch? When did Georgia's quality rating and improvement system, known as Quality Rated, first launch? We would love to give you a prize from Chick-fil-A, Children's Museum of Atlanta, College Football Hall of Fame, Gwinnett Stripers, The School Box, Stars and Strikes, Stone Mountain Park, The Roof, and Skyline Park at Ponce City Market, and Wild Adventures Theme Park. Send your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. We'll put all the correct answers together, draw out one name, hopefully yours, and uh, award you this very nice prize. Thanks for playing, and good luck.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.